Hello, everyone. Welcome to the X Play Box Station. This is a special edition with the Xbox Showcase 2022. I am your host, Jordan. As always, I have my two co-hosts, um, Dane and PP. It's Morgan it? time. That's it? That's all we get to this, we got all we get to, this week? We got a lot to fucking talk about. Yeah, man. I'm not going to waste nothing, a, a ton of time nothing off about the like, top. My breakup or anything like that. No fucking fun jokes. Like Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's no, he's I've been drinking, next... all right. Hey, hey everyone. Okay. Jesus Christ. I was like, Jordan's <laughs> not gonna bring it up, I don't think, but Pierce spent about you know, eight seconds and then went for it. Uh, so I was uh, saying, I was hoping for some funny jokes. Everyone, I didn't want to really waste a lot of time off the top, but uh it doesn't seem like that was a useful use of my time. Um, so we're going to review the Xbox showcase and focus entirely on that this show. So if you want to hear our takes and like a little bit more about the Xbox showcase, stay tuned. Um, that's what we're going to give it. Um, we're going to go through the show from top to bottom. Um, and kind of let you know, some of these things were really exciting. Some of these things we probably will skip over a little bit, but, um, I want to go first to Pierce. What was your thoughts about the show it was a 95 minute show what were your thoughts on it a lot of our fucking predictions were pretty spot on honestly if anybody listened to the last few episodes a lot of our predictions were spot on a lot of fucking game pass shit i was super excited or not excited but surprised that they're like oh we're only going to talk about stuff that's 12 months out you know you're only gonna you're not gonna see anything new like new ips new fucking franchises anything like that you're just gonna see shit that's 12 months exclusively on the way within the year or two and they still showed 31 games and or expansions to existing games yeah they showed a lot like they showed a fuck ton and like 90 like 90 percent of those were on fucking game pass day one yeah and they did they did do the hideo kojima announcement of the uh whatever his dream game is he finally gets to make with xbox so that, that doesn't count for one of those games coming out in the next 12 months, but I, they just couldn't hold in their pre-com. They had to let that one out. No, they definitely had to just let that one spoosh out. So my my high level on this would be, I I for like 40 minutes, it was kind of like, it was exciting for the first 40 minutes, but it took them 40 minutes to announce anything that like felt remotely new. And they did announce remotely things after the first 40 minutes. And then, honestly, from 40 minutes till, I'd say, like, another 20 minutes, it was kind of, like, I didn't, it was a hit or miss on how much I cared about the show. And then the last, like, I think 20 minutes, they really fucking hit the show hard. So, like, there was this, there was this mid-law in the middle that I was, like, it's not, like, maybe one every five games i'm like oh i actually care about this but like most of them were like hit or miss i don't know that's <laughs> just how i looked at it um i thought they had a good strong 40 minutes finally not some but it was all things we kind of knew and then they started hitting new things and i honestly didn't really care until they got to the end of like things we kind of already knew were in the works i i, I would give it like a bb plus and because of the the, the few high points I was really excited to see, um, like Starfield, Diablo 4, um, High on Life. I had never even heard of fucking, this game. But the dude, moment, this I, the moment I heard... fucking nowhere. The, the moment, moment I heard, I heard Dustin Roiland's voice. voice. Yeah. I, I, Roiland's fucking, voice, I was like, uh, my yeah, smile, what is this? 
I was I wanted it to be a Rick and Morty triple A game so badly. I I, my god. I guess I I I will say it's the entire time of the trailer. It's interesting. Really funny. Super interesting that like we're seeing what's coming in the next 12 months. I don't think I've ever seen a show quite like that. I think there's only one title I don't think will be in the next 12 months. But it was a bit left me wanting a little bit more of what's the future to come. I think Tuesday's only supposed to be like a deep dive into these games that they talked about. Yeah. I don't think it's they're showing us anything new that we're <laughs> anticipating or waiting on, which I'm wondering when they're going to do the future of Game, Xbox. Games Awards. Yeah. I, I, think, I think Games Awards. But I could uh, see that because we didn't. I, I still wait to see Chef and Fable avowed. No, yeah. Well, we, and, and we, we all know the soonest we can expect anything that wasn't shown is basically fall or winter of 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the soonest we can expect any of that. Possibly so even the, further. Real quick, the trailer that showed like it was the beginning of the Diablo trailer that showed it, like the deer eating the fucking body. I thought that was fucking State of K three. Until I fucking saw the necromancer coming out of the shadows, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this fucking completely took me for a loop because I really I, thought we were going to see State of K three this year. I or, or within the next year, I just thought we were going to show a little. I thought Xbox was going to show a little bit more of his hands. I guess it makes sense because everyone's kind of pissed off. When am I going to play an Xbox this year? And everyone's like, "That's where the conversation was," and they really fucking hammered it down. This is what you're playing in the next year of Xbox. Yeah. So I guess yeah. it's it's a good feeling. You kind of know what you're getting for the next year, but it's also, I want to know also why am I buying into this ecosystem as well? I mean, it's also, yeah. it kind of shows that like Microsoft has a good feel for having their finger on the pulse PR wise. It is. It's really handling this. And I almost think they should come out and tweet like today or tomorrow and say, hey, we're going to let you know what's coming up. I, I really hope they honestly don't do deep dive dev um diaries on tuesday i hope they're kind of like hey we know we've heard you guys want to know what's coming up next year the first 30 minutes could be what's coming up after these 12 months we just reviewed yeah and then projects the first 30 minutes are like that and the next 60 minutes are gonna be deep dive and what we already showed you sunday i think that would be a really smart move because you actually get people to tune in i don't think many people are gonna tune in live tuesday if you're just doing dev diaries no um i on yeah it seems it seems weird to have Tuesday exist at all if you're really not giving us anything new. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, it might just be, and that, that press conference might just be, as it is stated, for the press. They kind of give them deep insight so they can start writing articles about it. Because as things come up for those games, then they kind of kind of like, hey, we have this hand-on experience with it. Blah, look at it. And can give you better takes and goes on it. Because right now they have FanFest going on where they did this press conference and then the press is actually able to go on hands-on on all this stuff. So some of this might be all the stuff they're going over with them today in person and they have like NDAs and then, then they can't really talk about it. So they give the audience to really give those deep dives to the audience as well. So they have to first point a conversation in there. I don't know. It's just my experience from like being there and things like that. So um, let's start off, start off top of the show. Our first, like, let's just go over this. Like our first item is going to be Redfall. Our last item is going to be Starfield. Um, just based on how the show went out, we're going to go step by step. So um, Redfall, I honestly really kind of got excited for this game because 
it just gave me like this is kind of the left for dead like spiritual yeah. sexer i was waiting for i don't think back for blood kind of tickled that even though it's the same developer as left um for dead it's like left for dead with vampires what struck me with but everyone has their own hero kit and i feel like that's a good step in the right direction instead of doing a card system everything about this everything about the gameplay and the teamwork struck me as this is my left for dead i wanted it's none of this extra bullshit it's your kit you're going through cooperative and fucking just mowing down vampires instead of zombies yeah uh are you more excited than you were when like the cinematic trailer was released like did anything from the gameplay catch you I honestly particular? did not give a shit about this game during the uh, cinematic trailer they released like a year or two. Okay, yeah. really? I didn't care at all. That made me like, I had no clue what type of game it was. I had no feel for it. Actually seeing the gameplay, it felt like I was in the same universe. It, the art style seemed very similar to me. And that's that what excited very... me, how the gameplay looked and played. I'm sure it like feels fucking great to just like, They've been really nailing down in games the feeling of like the the feeling and the weight of like shooting your guns and getting hit and all this shit. Like they've really been nailing down, and it looks like it's gonna be very, you know, like a you can feel the weight of everything. Is what visceral. I got from it it's too. Visceral, visceral, yes, visceral. And I, I think just giving a little bit of a tease of how that game, the, the teamwork aspect of it was going to work, where you like you had someone who was like a robotic sniper rifle, like having those hero kits on top of like going through and seeing like there are different classes of these vampires, how that the, you they do come at you in a little bit of hordes here and there. You do like startle them and they bring in their friends. It, it felt like I would also as much yeah. hordy as the zombies do, but like almost just more specialized. I would also like to see if they go the aspect of like each specific vampire class goes after a specific character to stop them from you know like sort of supporting oh, kind of like a kind of like a rock paper scissors mechanic well so, like you know like like a counter like yeah, yeah, like a yeah. counter to each class and they're like you know okay I like, like this vampire is gonna specifically attack you if you're this class i don't well, think yeah, and you need, be, and you need this class to save your ass because that's this yeah class. exactly well, like so it, the very bringing together the team the team aspect yeah mm-hmm. so one thing that i did notice in the trailer that they did say that like kind of like like i think there will be like things that counter other things but i don't think they'll specifically aim after things because in the trailer it did say you could play the solo or co-op it it did very specifically say that that was an option because i don't think they want to turn people off of having the experience they want to have I mean, I, I personally just feel like that would further enhance the experience of like, even if you're playing with computers, to still have specific zombies sort of not run right past you, but also just like... I think having the ability to counter a certain specific archetype is a great use of like special vampires, but have it like only specifically a really impact that one particular play archetype. I don't think it's like... You don't trust the AI sense. to come save you if you're playing solo? No, like that's why, like, it doesn't really make sense because then, like, you hear that certain vampire, then you just all crowd around that one player. You know, everyone else is on defense. Well, I think it kind of takes away sound. the surprise element. Maybe they don't have a sound. Vampire that doesn't have vocal cords. You ever think about that? I mean, yeah, game. Just I never thought about, va- never fucking thought about that. Vampires. She could make noises, you racist. As, as far as, uh, I you guess, vampist. game design goes. <laughs> 
you do want cues. You want that sweaty. You want someone sweating bullets off of the vampire they hate the most. Yeah, like, and you want the vampire to like, you know, like there's class systems with the vampires. You know, like there's like, there's got to be different. You know, like just talking outside of the game, like you would imagine, like there's different like, but like casts. any. Almost Any like, like different caste systems, like you go after fucking intelligence, you go after the people that are trying to sneak up on the hive, blah 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 blah. Like that shit would be fucking like in, instead in of your game. entire team just watching out for hordes of zombies. Yeah, just watch out is, for that one. Each specific... of you is looking for each specific zombie because like that's your fucking job. Because if they get if they dealing... get through you, we're all fucked. Yeah, so with also dealing with like, drones. Like, Pierce, Pierce, I got your your uh, vampire on me. I need your help right now in this hallway. Like they're coming. If they get through you, like we're all fucked. Or like so, even like even like aspects of like you do certain damage like Dane might not do as much damage to like a tank vampire than I would as a stealth person hitting a tank vampire. Well, like, I mean, you're always gonna have like a attack like a DPS like that does a lot of damage. You're gonna have probably like a tanker unit that likes able to like block like shots and things like that. It's like I don't know at the core of like a Left 4 Dead type game. There, it's like a tower defense. Some people are more effective against others. Others are more effective against you um, at the core of it. Like that's why they have different weapon types and now they're adding different like skill types to it. And I think there are going to be like counters to certain skill types that like fuck up a certain skill type. Like there might be a vampire that comes in that lets the lady with like the mirage stuff like not work. There might be a vampire that like fucks up the technology. It, but I don't think it's going to specifically only focus on that person it might just disable their effectiveness of those abilities i mean that would be enough i i just yeah i mean that would be enough but i would want them to go one step further and like this specific vampire will go after you at all fucking cost like it will fucking mow through your entire i guess i guess then if i'm playing solo then like it takes me zero worries whatsoever until that certain vampire comes up because like i don't give a shit if it's hitting my pcs because like if you think about like left for dead like all the fucking specific, like all the special zombies, would go after just whoever aggroed. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of that. Like, that's to that, that's gonna be the most effective gameplay. Something though. in the genre should try to change some aspect so we can move it forward. And I that's just why don't want us, I just don't want us all to be like we're all damage dealers. No, that's why yeah, they're adding like, hero kits. That is the step in the new direction. Is hero kits like hero kits have been huge since MOBAs, and then they're in first person like, shooters with Overwatch. Make- and now they're like battle royale with Apex Legends. But I mean, you can essentially do that with cards on no. Back for Blood. Like, Not the same have... as a hero kit. Like hero kit where you can like literally summon like a robot to come fight on your side and help you do things. One guy that literally can like disappear and appear on other things. Hero kits like regenerate over like five seconds, and then you can well, use yeah, your they might regenerate. Again. But if you have cards, you have these as abilities and like character attributes. Like, you could play any one of, like, the fucking, like, seven characters, but still change your build and your sort of class to a specific thing, like DPS, support, so uh, I, fucking I, medic. So, I, like, I, well, it's so, still the same thing. Like, I feel like it's still the same aspect of, like... Your aspect would be way too easy to grieve. Like, if we hate the th- fourth person we're playing with and we know that special zombie's coming there and they are defenseless against them and they're going to, like, aggro on them only... We could literally just all step to the side and watch them get just torn apart. I think it wouldn't make a very cohesive. It could make a cohesive team work, and it could also just just totally destroy someone's experience. All right, all right, all right. You guys each make your own fucking game, and we'll see who's. Better. But like hero classes have been like a huge thing since MOBAs, and like like I said, they went in first person shooters. This is the first time anyone's went hero um, classes 
um, Hero Kits into a uh, Left 4 Dead style game. So I think it's really building onto that genre. Um, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Is this like a straight up sequel or was this an expansion? I think it's same thing what they've done with Shovel Knight is where they take other characters that were in the game. Like they actually took villains in Shovel Knight and they make it so you could play through the game in a completely different manner with uh, a villain from Shovel Knight. And you get to replay the same game, but you have a whole different kit and you have to figure out how to get to the level with this new kit. You can't do everything. You can't progress the same way, even the same directions. And they come up with different things like that. And I think this is... Hollow Knight is in, I think it might be the same developers of Shovel Knight. And I did play through Shovel Knight twice with two different characters. They like their knights. Hence the name of the game. But that's my take on it. It's still the 16-bit R. It's very Metrovania-styled game. I have zero interest in it. Okay. So... Um, I'm a little bit interested to get your view on this next one, um, Dane and Pierce. High on life. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dane. Yeah. yeah. Rock solid. Like, I can't get more erect. It's like Justin Roiland's weird comedic mind meets, like, the outer worlds. All your guns can talk and have, well, like, so different on, personalities. Like, so, I played the VR game, the Trevor Saves the Universe. I played the VR game when I had my quest. And that was fucking hilarious, fun. It was just, it was like the art style, the character models were just like a Rick and Morty game. They're fucking hilarious. Like, and now we get to see this shit on the Xbox and they're like, they're like dude, this was like a huge success on VR. Like now we get to do. Was know, this game on VR? Or was that a completely different game? No, Trevor Saves the Universe was the VR game. Okay. But is it in the same universe is this game like does it have anything to do Hopefully, with this shit if it is if it is can you not tell amazing did, they didn't have like talking guns or whatever in that game they didn't have talking guns but they had like uh fuck i haven't i haven't played it in so long i forget like you could like take eyes like, and like the eyes would talk to you sort of like it was weird like i like, can't uh, remember it correctly when this so, trailer first started and i heard justin Roiland's voice because like you could see I like thought, the yeah. you could see the art direction. I was like, okay, this look, looks like a triple A game. And then I heard Justin Rowland's voice, and for a split second, my brain orgasmed, and I was like, Rick and Morty triple A game, holy shit! Dude, my brain orgasmed the whole time. Like, but like my, second, it was my a I, full body like my excitement went down maybe one level from a ten to a nine. But like, I was still super hyped for this. I have no idea what's going on in this game, what the fuck it's about, but yeah. everything in the trailer grabbed me. No, so, like this, this is for me. So, this game so, is for me. Yeah, so, Dane, for sure. what, Dane, what first actually grabbed you outside of the character, like the voice actor? Because the voice actor is what clicked with me, and I started watching the gameplay, and I kind of turned off a little bit because it kind of reminded me of my talking guns from like Fallout and um, Cyberpunk. What do you mean? Wait, sure, just, at, least, at least like 10 different guns, right? Plus, you have the knife that. And really, the fucking knifey? Yeah. Oh my God. Fucking knifey was like. Fucking so, amazing. If, if there's enough diversity of guns, or it's that, at least like, a short fucking... enough game that has like maximized the time you're hearing the voices, because you don't want the lines to get stale. No, like, yeah. A, you don't a, want game to keep a game that's relying on quips and 
uh, and like humor, good, humor. like funny voice actors and shit, or funny like, actors. Like you, you have to keep the lines from being reused too much. Otherwise, it's just like they're like every NPC in Grand Theft Auto. You're like, oh, you have your three lines of dialogue. It, I'm gonna hear them a billion times. That's yeah. my worry: is the limitation of how long this game is and how much are you actually going to have to switch? Because if you find a gun you or weapon you just like, yeah. you're gonna hear that voice line. Well, probably over maybe, like after maybe, ten minutes, over and over. I'm, and over. Well, I'm hopefully they have certain enemy types that are susceptible to certain weapon types to force Again, you yeah. to force you to play yeah, a different one but i i think for a game like that it's really gonna rely on how they maximize time played versus how you experience the comedy because otherwise it's gonna get because a, a bad joke gets old after it's told one too many times that's yeah. so do you expect Bovine this game jizz. do you expect that <laughs> what in a 60 minute like time mentioned it like 10 times um i want to say less i mean a 15 to 20 hour game and yeah, that's I'm hoping, probably that's I'm, probably even a lot, honestly. Twenty I, hours I, is definitely pushing the mark. I, I would probably go like ten hours. I like would ten, on, ten to twelve. I would honestly think, based on who's attached this and the stick on it, I would say probably somewhere between five to like seven hours is probably your hot spot. Yeah, even better if if yeah. the jokes are that good and it's okay. If I'm enjoying all five to seven hours, fucking fantastic. Well, I'm it's saying like, like a not uncharted a sixty dollar game. Uncharted AAA game usually like they're around like ten to eleven hours. I don't think this is gonna kind of have that budget. I think if this is gonna be like slap slapstick comedy, um, no, this is gonna gonna be be running on jokes. Have a good time. Like, I mean, I'm 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 thinking. I mean, the jokes are slapstick. Like, let's be honest. Outer Worlds. I I mean, Outer Worlds was pretty short, but like, I I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that game. Every minute of it. That's why I think like a sweet spot is like on the shorter end of like. A five like six, six hour experience yeah i would probably say they're going to be in that sweet spot of like six to twelve for sure probably so like the south park games like fractured but whole and stick of truth like i'll replay them once every like three to four years but i still laugh at the jokes if i put enough time in between like the game is that refreshing again like yeah yeah there, there is a level too. there is a level of replayability to jokes i mean there's stand-up specials you'll watch after a certain amount of time and you'll laugh at the jokes like they're so again. I guess like the one thing I look at, like if you look at Fracture Butthole and the stick, if you look at the Stick of Truth, they literally took a season off of South Park to work to on that make, alone, just yeah. to make those games. Yeah, and that's after the game was in development for like a year or two. It didn't go the direction they wanted to, and they took a year off the show to focus on just making that game perfect. I, I don't fucking, see. I fucking this, love those guys so much. Thank this guy is doing like um, Solar Opposite, Rick and Morty. I don't think he's taking a year off to make like a flushed out like. 12 hour no, RPG this like is, they were with with what I, they showed no, this no, is no. I, yeah. this has been in the development probably since he did Trevor Saves the Universe I would honestly say so probably about 3 years or so 3 4 years this has been in like the works and he's been wanting to do this I I, I would like honestly bet for a shorter than a longer experience high like turnover on like actually interaction comedy and stuff that would be my guess on it yeah, but if it comes out on Game Pass and I get a weekend, like two or three weekend nights out of playing it and have a great time, like I'm excited for that. Oh I yeah, love, yeah. I, I love I love his style of comedy. Yeah, I was no, just yeah, more his so... style of comedy and like the actors he had, like he had the He's black so teacher. Absurd. He had the black teacher from fucking uh from Spider Man, the principal. And then he had um the dude from the league, Rafi from the league, I heard, was I one mean, of the characters of the night or the guns. Jason Montezucas? Something yeah, that's like it. That, yeah. Um, they they seem like, to always work with like almost the same voice actors and like actors half the time. 
does too. But like, no, but I'm saying like those are like good, like they're gonna give me fun, diverse, like slapstick comedy. Like, well, I'm so does Christopher do. Nolan. He puts no, yeah, I mean, yeah, like if you if you like the guys you work with, you know they put out good shit. Like, it's I would, like Adam Sandler. Keep working with him. Fuck yeah. Like Take Adam me to Hawaii, baby. Made. Speak of Adam Sandler, y'all, I watched Hustle last night. That new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix, that shit is real good. Is he's it? A, that's a Netflix original, too. That's, an, that's surprising. A, it's an he, Adam he, Sandler. It's a Happy Madison and a LeBron James production. And it's He literally really signed good. his life over the Netflix. He doesn't want to actually have to like worry about work. Has out actually worked. Yeah, no shit. I wouldn't either. Have you seen this dude on like just the streets of like fucking New York or wherever the fuck he lives? Like he just Los looks Angeles? like a fu- yeah, he just looks like a fucking bum, dude. Oh, dude, he sits corset at NBA games wearing like sweatpants. I love like it. more I like basketball it. short, like fucking. Yeah, I love it. He wears like fucking what? Uh, what's the fucking like shitty brand? Fucking and one. He wears like and one fucking <laughs> basketball shorts and like Walmart sneakers, dude. And you don't even know like if you were Amish and you were like, oh, this is Adam Sandler. Like, this dude just looks like a fucking bum. You're like, yeah. Pretty much. I love it. He's and now he's into golf, too. I saw that he was recently into golf, too, and he just fucking gets trolled every time he goes, like, a new golf course. They're like, do the swing. It's and he like fucking you... just whips it and just they're like, oh! Thanks, dude, like, you made a golf movie. You asked for this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, everybody. We got off on the end. <clears throat> fucking Adam Sandler's the GOAT. I- I'll say this <laughs> next one was one of the more unbelievable announcements of the entire show. Yeah, this was actually a big deal for people who care. This was a big deal. Riot Games has announced like a partnership. Like they did a huge review of Riot's game and uh, Microsoft announcing a partnership. I'm really curious because they've been talking about bringing these games to console for years now. And it's been on the roadmap and they just haven't done anything. If this is a, I don't know because I'll have to look into this a little bit further because I had to just confirm this was not on Game Pass PC, but it was actually on Xbox. And this guy's came in a, xbox game pass and it blew my mind that riot games is fully partnering to bring their games over um with league of legends uh wild riff and valorant and legends of returna and team fight tactics are all coming over to xbox that's five games i mean once you saturate a market like riot games has done with pc the only way for growth is switching different platforms and the bring all these to game pass mobile and xbox game pass and this is very it was a this is smart move and this is exclusive to xbox this is fucking going to grow your user base huge for game pass with people who've been wanting to get like the people who play spite the people who play spite probably definitely play fucking league of legend they're like dude i can't wait until this shit comes to xbox and then boom and for for mobile gamers especially this was massive for this being out for like what 10 years at this point no one had any hope this was ever hit like console Mm -hmm. at this point this would be like as big as wow hitting console it's like oh yeah it's like a 20 like a 15 (laughs) 18 year old game but like it coming it's like a phenomenal shift no it's a fucking even though this announcement meant nothing to me i knew this was huge this is huge massive for the league of legends and it means nothing to me but this is huge yeah this is so, about as huge so, as the fucking Activision Bungie. Yes. Like, um, this is tens of millions of players joining if, your subscription model. But if yeah. like they're able to get a lot of portion of the right users, since League of Legends is one of the most profitable live service games in the world right now, if they're able to get that and the subscriber use on the Game Pass, Game oh, Pass is going to drive growth exponentially. Dude. And I think then it's only a matter of time until Game Pass and Steam make a partnership. 
Oh, and the, yeah, because oh. all these developers are going to be talking to each other like, dude, we this got, is bang. We, saw, we saw like a 300% increase in um, yeah. traffic, and these games are free to play, but they're still, everyone's buying shit. Like, we've made hundreds of millions of more. Like, it's going to be huge. Yeah, this is going so, to be fucking. This is like the and, end of the console war right here, dude. Microtransactions are going to be everywhere. It's I not. Mean, they're going to be uh, everywhere, but like, imagine you don't have shit. to buy them. You don't. You have don't have to buy to them. buy they them. Don't push you to buy them either. So the the crazy <laughs> part is about Game Pass is for the most part like that first paywall you come into is unlocking characters, so you always have access to them all the time. And Game Pass actually eliminates that first paywall of microtransaction. That, that the microtrans- was my next point I was going to bring the, up. That next yeah, microtransaction it's all included. Is, it's all yeah, included. It's every character. So well, like every the, character. So the characters are included. The microtransaction <laughs> wall that's still going to exist is going to be cosmetic. That's but what's un- driving yeah. unlocking every character. Is, but, um, like you said, yeah. is the first step. It's always the first step. Is unlocking every jump, character. And then you find that character that you fucking resonate with, and you're like, dude, this is the character I want to fucking play and as. Then and you then buy you their new hat. You see all their cosmetics, and you're like, "Bro, this shit right here, this is what I want to do." But falling in love with your character, finding your character, is yeah. the first step. That's once and once you bond with it, it's your fucking Tamagotchi, and you want to dress that shit up, dude. It's fucking pivotal. But so for real, once you fall in love with your character, that is the first step to getting hooked to like wanting yeah. to make changes. Like I, I play caring I play about play the way they look. Overwatch with Day or Jordan. And like he knows, like the only character I fucking play is fucking Reaper, and I have bought every fucking Reaper skin that I've been able to buy. That I don't have to earn in game. I've bought every. This Reaper is why skin you can't can dress your kids in Gucci. This, well, yeah, so the the, the important part, like about this, is exponential like growth of the market, and I just don't see how this is going to be a thing but like this isn't going to be like end of the console war the thing is the end goal is to get game pass on playstation it's to get game pass on nintendo that, it's that, to get game that, pass on your is, refrigerator okay can i can i that's say already actually, in the that's, but that's the end of the console war if that happens microsoft won this generation you can't Done. tell me you, they've Done. won every generation because no, guess what if not. it's on, they for sure if it's on not. this generation then it's going to continue to be you don't next. you if, don't rewrite the past because of what's happening in the present yeah if no. sony I, but i feel like if but Sony's if we talk making, microsoft was in last place of the big three last generation the switch and the ps4 crushed it but not only are they selling consoles but as fast as they can fucking make them game pass is a virus that's overtaking the entire gaming industry Dude, and once they the get once they get Game Pass on PC, mobile, Switch, and PlayStation, this console generation's done. Microsoft won, and then well, it's, it's it's up to PlayStation and excuse me, Sony and Nintendo to count counter next generation. Microsoft is kicking the shit out of them right now in terms of growth. Nintendo's happy with their niche. Sony yeah. is trying to keep up with Microsoft right now. This Riot Games thing was just a. It came out of fucking nowhere. Dude, that was this a slap is, in this the is huge. This is that was huge. A Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard, Riot Games, PlayStation is. Sh- their executives are. Because guess what? These are all they are live playing service catch games up, too. These which are is all what PlayStation wants. Which is what PlayStation wanted for yep. sure. And they, they are, are playing fucking pissed. They are so fuming. so. Microsoft has always been a great at branding live service game, and that's the one thing PlayStation is playing a huge catch up on. Like they have second to like none first person narrative experiences that top to bottom like it gives you a great solo campaign 
but Microsoft has been like building great live service games for the last like five years. And like, that's like the secret sauce that no one's talking about. Like it's your current users growing and keeping engagement and then learning that it blows me away how well they learn it. That's why I still have faith that Halo Infinite still thing. And I will say that's really blew me away that Halo Infinite was a no show for this. Yeah. I yeah. Really when I saw the fucking the Pelican, like I thought, I thought that trailer was done when I saw the Pelican. I was like, Oh, we're going to see fucking Halo like campaign expansion. Nope. That was a natural next video that should have been shown right after the flight simulator one. You, you showed Halo. Yeah. So, uh, we talked about how big Riot Games was for Game Pass and the growth of the market and how bringing those people on. I think it's, those games are actually games you can actually bring an open platform, cross-platform play between PC and console. And it makes sense because except for Valorant, everything else is not really like a first-person shooter um, skill-based. It's more like playing chess and strategy. And when you're playing chess, like you were talking about how you just need to like focus on one character when you're playing chess, you want to know how to play all the characters so you can be able to counter it. And that's what helps wins those games opposed to like a one trick pony. And that's super important for like cooperative gameplays when you have hero kits. And that's what MOBAs are, are all about. And that's what we'll be really excited if they have like eight different character classes on Redfall is like being able to find the combinations that click the most and you can combo <coughs> is second to none how you win those games. Um, uh, Plague's Tale Requiem. This is honestly a sequel. It's sequel. This game looks really fucking cool. And it surprised me it's a sequel because I didn't hear much about the first game. Dane, Plague's Tale Requiem, your thoughts on the, what it showed today? New I, I, okay, I told you this. I was like, I thought this was a whole new IP. I didn't know this was a sequel either, but I'm really excited for this after seeing gameplay. So first off, let me see. A lot of the videos in the showcase look kind of choppy. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but there seemed to be a lot of choppiness to a lot of the videos. I don't know if that's indicative of... It's just live stream. That's probably what's hitting. Probably why. So, yeah. Anyway. So other than that, if this game looked crisp, um, I really like the setting. Um, you don't seem overpowered. I, you know, I, I like games that require skill. Um, no, and there was... I don't, I don't, <laughs> it seems like the whole game might be an escort mission, which might get a little annoying. The so first you don't, you don't one... Play with you. <laughs> I will say I played like 10 minutes of the first one. The first one's most definitely an escort um, game. Like it, it's taking your little brother because he's like, it's so convoluted. It looks like he has abilities or something. To like use rats and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. But um, so your little brother is the, the Pied Piper. So yeah, essentially he's R. Kelly of this of- universe. Besides the being on people, the Pied Piper. He's the Pied Piper. I'm talking about the original Pied Piper, so. not R. <laughs> Kelly's imitator pedophile ass. So I, I, I see this like kind of an escort, yes, but like I see this more like uh, Last of Us. You have a kid that has a special gift that you need to make sure survives at all costs going through this game. And yeah, that's an escort, but it's like an important escort that brings a lot of like things to the table that you couldn't do on your own to even progress and be able to finish what you're trying to do color me intrigued batman um yeah. are you going to play the original now i might i really is might. it on game pass i have no clue yeah i think then so. i have no clue i, I think it is <laughs> i think it if it's is. on game pass yeah then i'll try but it out. it's it's like a 
it's an old game. I mean, worst case, you buy it for like ten, fifteen dollars. Is it intriguing enough if you had to pay ten, fifteen dollars to play um, the original on, game? Honestly, only after I played the second one, the, the new one, and it, and I fall in love. Then yes, I want to go back. Same with like Witcher three, then the two. And like did I, that? Do you think that hurt your experience or enhanced your experiment experience? Like doing it that way. Of honestly, I, I think for video games, experiencing the story out of order isn't really that big of a deal as opposed to movies because each individual game is kind of designed to be experienced alone, unlike TV or movies sometimes. So yeah, I, I don't think it really changed my experience. So that much. the story isn't usually what bothers me. It's the gameplay aspect because you have all these new mechanics that you like kind of fall in love with that you go back to the older games and it makes actually, it harder to play. Speaking of the Witcher series, I actually like the gameplay of the Witcher 2 more than of 3. Really? Yes. Because the Witcher 2 gameplay was fucking rough. I don't yeah. know why. I didn't like it. I, I like the Witcher 2 more than I like 3. The but Witcher I will say... Had, Witcher 3 just had a way more better realized world and more refined like side things. Like Obviously, Gwent is the greatest thing ever since sex. I will say I do kind of get your point because I do like Dragon Age um, Origins more gameplay better than two are Inquisition. Really? Because I'm I replaying Inquisition now and I still love it. I don't. I've yeah, I've never I've never Origins. replayed two. I have oh. never replayed two. I replayed Origins within the last two years. Origins is a very classic Bioware um, gameplay hub. I, like I, it's like very much Baldur's Gate. It's very much Mass Effect. It's very much. Baldur's Gate 2 and everything else they've done previously, it was built ground up with the same systems, and I'm comfortable with that system, and that's why I'm super into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping the new Dragon Age sticks to the focusing on party more than, like, individual characters. Oh, for sure I, they will. I, I, that's, that's my favorite part of Bioware, is, like, managing your party's happiness and giving a shit about them because you need them to succeed. So I really hope that Dreadwolf continues that because that's the best part of the Bioware experience is loving your companions. And I hope they find a happy medium in between Origins and Inquisition gameplay, honestly. I think that's where the sweet spot would be because I like the tactical aspect of things on top of like the live action. And I don't want to lose that tactical aspect like Dragon Age 2 did. Yeah. And that's like, I guess, like going back, It's sometimes it's hard to go back the old mechanics like um, like Gears of War, going back to Gears of War 1 opposed to like the new modes and how easily the flow of the gameplay is. Anyways, I think that's going to be our first break and we're going to tear into the last um, two-thirds of the Xbox showcase. We made it through five games. Woo! Yeah, but I think there's going to be a quick part here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, um, we're back with our next part um we're gonna the next video game show was forza uh, motorsport by turn 10 it's their first next gen game full ray tracing features more realistic cars um what were your thoughts today first off this game looks gorgeous but i got a business idea from watching this showcase um we can coach up developers on what the fuck they're supposed to do with their hands during these showcases it's intrigued like, it Continue. is it is so awkward 
some okay so my, okay they're like off, fucking I, ricky bobby dude no I, I i wrote down notes later on there are certain developers i'm like okay like obviously phil spencer has a lot of practice doing um speeches being on stage he's great with his hands he was crushing it um the turn 10 guy really needs to be coached up before they give him another showcase wasn't that on Anchorman or something like? What do I do with my hands? I I honestly was no, thinking was, I couldn't uh, remember. I couldn't no, remember the, the Will Ferrell Nights. movie. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Nights. Fucking, fucking he was Ricky getting Bobby. his interview after his fucking win, and he's like, just raises his hands. He's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm like, just leave them at They're your like, side. Leave them at the side. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, the problem with these developers. Well, because because at least with Ricky Bobby, it was a tight shot. It was like shoulders up. Unfortunately for these developers, it's full body. So yeah you have to learn how to act naturally with your entire body. So I think we have a business opportunity to coach these guys on how to not act like fucking robots when they're doing this. Two, second, my second thought about Forza that came in my head when I was watching the showcase. So I think video games are the medium that's going to lead us towards our version of the matrix in our universe. And the question that came up in the head is, is Forza, the Forza series, whether it's Motorsports or Horizon, the game franchise that is fastest accelerating us to our version of the matrix with, with the, with how much they're focusing on physics and photorealism. Is this the game franchise that's pushing us as a species closer to a fully realized matrix? It, it depends because they can't go full realism unless they have a lot of good payroll walls. A lot of good, what good paywalls. Oh yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, but, but games already have those. So we obviously we become accustomed to paywalls in real life. Like we fucking pay to do everything. And you don't really hear that much bitching about seeing microtransactions in games anymore, except for Battlefront 2. Star Wars fans know what's real. So I think that they're just about as used to seeing them in the virtual world as you are in the real world now. So that's not even going to be jarring to your matrix experience as a microtransaction. So I think we're already at that point of acceptance for microtransactions in the virtual world. I, I, I will say the realistic thing that did excite me the most about this game and that they went into details, which car companies are usually heavily against is cosmetic damage. They're yes. fucking bringing back cosmetic damage. What is the best part about playing a virtual race? Okay, wait, that's I'm not going to take that. I want to make this even broader. What is the best part about playing a virtual world? Doing things you can't fucking do in real life. Wrecking cars is the best fucking part of racing games. Dude, do you know what this means? Is because they use the same engine and they work collaboratively with um, fucking Turn Ten and uh, God who does Horizon. Fuck, I can't remember their names right now off the top of my head. I'm blanking. I sound like an idiot right now. But anyways, fine. move along. This um, All this means is like, dude, Forza Horizon 6 is going to be like fucking what Burnout used to be where you had yeah. like fucking crash damage and you like how much damage can you make when you crash into something. This is opening up a huge window for a part of the market that I love the most about racing games where you like plow into an intersection and you kind of like, can you hit like, Ten million dollars worth of damage. That's okay. the shit that I used to miss about arcade racing. We were talking in part one about expansion, growing your franchises, getting a higher user base. So you have your NASCAR fans; they love every part of NASCAR. You have your casual fans who probably watch like the championship level races, and then you have people who are only interested in NASCAR for one fucking reason. PP, what is that one reason? 
if you ain't first or last, I don't know. Go no, they, cra- they crash. They crash into car. car. Yeah, they a car crash at 180 miles per fucking hour. <laughs> it's insane. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I have never, never. Maybe now since I was a little kid, stuck at my uncle Dan's house because he watched every NASCAR race from his birth to his death. But if you, if someone texts me with insane NASCAR crash, I'm like, I'm gonna click on that link right now. I'm gonna click on that link yesterday. I want to watch the Rainbow Warrior do six flips in the fucking air, catch on fire, and then walk out of that wreck like he's a goddamn champion. Like he's fucking Tom Cruise, baby. The, mm-hmm. I would say two things that I did extrapolate from this demo and them talking about it is, one, it is going to be built up for the ground up for Series S and X. So that's really I, exciting. We have our I first top-to-bottom next-generation game. The other thing that surprised me is this is an early 2023 game. So I'm like, what the fuck are they doing with 2022? Still. Um, we're getting expansions to our existing franchises. This is, this is going to be a live service game from everything I understand. So, like, it sounds like you're going to be buying car packs till the next, like, five to seven years. So they decide to iterate on this. But the technology that's going into it and how this is going to improve not only Forza Motorsport and Forza Motorsport Horizon, they're using the same tech on the Fable game. Oh, same I engine. Like same engine. That. Oh, I like it. So, okay. We've, we've talked about, I think we talked about this maybe even last week. Uh, we, you really like, and you got me on board, when game developers use different franchises to build up existing systems to use for other franchises. You know, Rockstar did it for a long time. Unfortunately, they stopped doing it, and now we just get the same three franchises. But for a long time, they made all these different games where they would just work on certain parts of a video game system. And they would implement it into their main games. Yeah. Oh, wow. If I uh, whew, fable a new, a new next gen fable with this level of like detail really gets me going. The, the other developer that really uh, Rockstar used to do it, that's like table tennis, was them working on their yeah, lighting I, system. I, I was, so they I could was work on that. Of that specifically when I was thinking. Um, the other uh, developers were doing a really good job at this right now is Respawn. Yeah. Yeah is developing on top of their engine and building it out. So it works for this. It works this way. And it's actually making every game that much better. Yeah. It, it's the best way to, to, to do this, honestly. Like, I mean, that's why people do sequels is because it's the easiest way to do it. But when you have three different well, teams well, working on the same engine, building it out different ways that you have different technologies on it. That's why Forza Motorsport, their skies are literally realistic as fuck because they literally take a camera out for like 30 days and just film the fucking sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how they get the realistic cloud sky movement. And, it's, and it's, it's developers like this. And then in a hundred years, we're going to be in the fucking matrix. We're going to be like fucking turn 10, you sons of bitches. And they shared this technology with sea of thieves. And you play sea of thieves. The sky is fucking crazy good. And like Microsoft studios collaboratively, when they all get like hooked in there, they're going to be sharing tech and it's going to be fucking insane how fast things are able to grow because of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the most underrated aspect of having the, this large of an umbrella with this many developers under Microsoft's thumb is that they're all going to be working together. Like they're all going to be making each other better because they're on their same fucking company. They all work together. And that's why like rare turn 10 and playground games have been collaborating on technology for the last like four or five years. Anyways, um, open source and collaboration makes tech better. Sorry, move along. 
my bad. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Um, Flight Simulator, um, Pepe, you told me you got pretty excited at least about one aspect of the 40-year anniversary of Flight Simulator. <laughs> oh, tell, was- tell, tell me how that made your, your penis feel. Mm. It made my penis tickle a little bit, but it was a bit of a cock tease because I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to see fucking Halo Infinite ex- like campaign expansion. Like I thought like the trailer had ended, and then like I could have sworn I saw like you know. Well, didn't the music start first? Yeah, like the, did. No, did you hear the? I thought the trailer went black, and then I heard the fucking music go off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh, sweet! Like they're gonna show some Halo shit tonight. And nope, it was just fucking. It was just a cock tease for uh, the Pelican. But it was cool that we're gonna be able to go in space, I guess, in uh, Flight Simulator. So like, like they, did it? Did it show space? You can't yeah, go fully showed, into space. So you can go past that. Uh, you like can go the, the outer atmosphere, atmosphere. Oh. the geo, like almost like geosphere area. Okay. Honestly, though, having the Pelican in Microsoft Flight is really cool. It's just a no, really, it's, it's, it's just really a really fun. even if it's even if it's just ended up being a gimmick, it's really cool. And no, and being fun. able to go like a level higher in the atmosphere, it's kind of it's really unique. Okay. So the next thought I had was so I was like, is forza what's moving us most or fastest along towards the uh, matrix and then i saw the flight simulator and i was like maybe it's this fucking one because they're doing like they're like photocopying the entire world no yeah so they do a real upload i believe from google map like satellite gps like yeah maps map view and then they also on top of that have real life weather systems that they load into the game oh damn it you took my yeah. yeah. That was that was my next talking point. Was like so. Is it's, it's the entire map. <laughs> the fact that it's the entire world. So their weather. So if you get turn ten, who is under Microsoft, obviously, and Microsoft Flight Simulator, obviously under Microsoft, with their weather systems and their like photocopy of the entire fucking world we live on, with turn tens like physics, and it's pretty over the fucking top. Like, de- like detail, but like if we get all these companies working together, like we're gonna be in the matrix in like fifty years. Yeah, fuck the real world. We gonna be over the fucking top, dude. Yeah, video games are getting out of hand. It's getting yeah, scary out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Okay, so soon we're gonna have AI start making games. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's gonna really speed up the production and the development process. The thing is, Asabo Games technically isn't owned by Microsoft yet. The developer for this, I imagine, Flight Simulator, Asabo. Like, I imagine they have. Yeah, Sabo makes developed Flight Simulator, and they also are the developers of the Plague Tale series. I'm betting they have a handshake deal with Microsoft once this Activision Blizzard deal goes through that they're going to be acquired. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. Kind of I can't imagine because they are working so closely with them on Plague and also Flight Simulator. And it honestly, them knowing that that's the suit that's behind Flight Simulator and Tales makes me more excited for how amazing Tales is going to play and look. But that's yeah. I everyone got excited about the Pelican. Um, Overwatch two. I will say this is probably the game I'm going to be playing the most this fall already, just by well, just looking through what's coming, coming out to compete with it. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what excited me the most about the whole Overwatch two announcement is new porn that it's coming out at the beginning of October, and I'm gonna be able to trick my friends in the play with me because they can't say I don't want to pay for it because it's going to be free to play. Okay, was that free to play for Game Pass or was that free to play for everyone? Free to play everyone. It's going oh, full free okay. to play a, a mode. Wow. 
And I mean, whatever, like paywall, I mean, I think it's going to be just cosmetic paywalls that they buy mm-hmm. into because that's kind of what they've been running off residually. And this game is already sold so many copies, like probably like 30 million copies because Overwatch 2 is literally just a newer version. They, yeah, it's, it's all the same mats, all the same characters. Like they're just New adding characters to it. and an update. That's really, wait, 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 wait. And it's they're getting a lot of hate map. for that. The same maps? They're going to have, have new maps too. It's everything. They're bringing everything from Overwatch 1, bringing it to Overwatch 2, and they're reworking the gameplay formula. So they're going to do, instead of six characters, 66, that's 5v5 now. They're going to do, just, camp, they're going to do campaign. They're going to do um, player versus. Campaign. Um, but campaign's paid content. Only PvP's free. Heard. Okay, so this seems this seems really really picky of me, but I kind of wish they had just kept like maybe cut like two maps from the first one. They were like, these are the least two popular maps. We're cutting these ones. So they already just try cut, to streamline it a little bit. So they already cut maps for competitive play. Like if they're not working, they take them out of competitive play, and you can play them on like the arcade free to play. Oh, like, so they've they've already done that for the original yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, fuck. If they're not working, mind. they take them out. I have nothing to bitch about. Like they, they really care about the competitive scene. They started their own league for this game because they care so much about the competitive nature of this game. It's going to bring a new meta because you have one less player to like worry about and compensate for. So it's going to change strategies quite a bit. Overwatch is a chess wait, wait, wait. match. Uh, so they're, they're lowering the player count per match? Yeah, it's not 6v6, it's 5v5 now. Oh, okay, that's actually that's a huge change. So yeah. it makes it very, very important about not getting picked off. I don't right so, now the meta is like two tanks, two DPS, two healers. That was it's my next be question. Really was curious of yeah. like what the new meta is going to be? Yeah, what's your what? What do you take one away from? I I don't know, and like I think they're trying to push to take one away from the tank. So you have one tank, two DPS, and one he- and two healers is my guess. So I think the meta might really. Who having the odd number might really swing the meta towards whatever tank is best at so whatever one class is seventy five percent best at the second option so a deep a DPS heavy tank a DPS heavy healer you know something that can kind of cross I think so I think your meta is going to move towards like the best cross performing and it might just be two tanks and one DPS um to be completely honest because like they're reworking some of the DPS characters into tanks. Because I think they want to make the tanks more powerful, do more damage, and they're taking away a lot of shields because the shields kind of like are the thing that like a lot of people feel like aren't making the game as much fun. Like two of the shield characters, they've taken away their shields almost completely. They have moved two DPS characters over to tanks, kind of. So I know one of do them. Do you they have feel sure. like they want to push for more like bottlenecks or less bottlenecks? You think they want more mobility per map or more like bottleneck feelings where a, a, a really solid fight starts. I think they're going for more of the feel that you, you can't just hold up in a bottleneck, that you have to actually actively attack the attack. The defenders can't just actually sit there and defend. They actually have to be aggressors as well. And I think it's going to be more of a time who can do it quicker than instead of who can just like choke hold out the other the longest. team. Yeah, who can hold it the longest. That's what I mean, I guess. This has been out on Alpha and Beta. I haven't been paying attention super closely because I just want to play the game and like get into that system. I don't want all the new tricks and little things they're adding yeah. to be completely spoiled for me. So I but, feel like tanks is what's going to make force your most bottlenecks because if you can be good enough as a tank and just be spongy, 
you can respond. Your team can respond fast enough, and you, you literally aren't losing ground. So I, that's that's why. Yeah, I think the other taking the yeah taking the shields down that makes most sense. If, if I had to guess, I would say for attackers, you have one tank and two DPS and two healers, and on defense, your your best bet would probably be two tanks, one DPS, and two healers, because you need to keep those tanks up, and you just need it one person to do enough picks to keep the other team back. So instead of having like an overarching meta for both attack and defense, it's going to be more specific to which yeah, your for sure. obje- objective is. And I don't think they're going to have to be able to lock people as much because one thing that like they've noticed is like an open competitive play. They've had to like start locking two tanks, two DPS, two healers because everyone would lock like five DPS and it'd just be a fucking shit show that nothing would happen. This is going to be huge. I, I can't quite tell if this is exclusive for Xbox because like how PlayStation and Xbox market these on their shows is like it doesn't exist for anyone else. So I'm curious if that's going to be the case. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping I'm able to trick everyone in the plane of this with me so they don't have to pay. I will give you seven days. Aura history untold. Um, anyone know, have feelings about this? I, I couldn't really. tell anything from the trailer about what this game was. I, I personally I thought it was going to be a civilization game. So I'm feeling like an RTS strategy game, but I really have no idea what this game is. I got really excited that I thought they were going to um, unveil the next Civ. Is it Civ 6? We'll be on 7 now. Oh, 7. I thought they were unveiling like set, like that's a huge deal on Xbox platform that bring that to PC Game Pass day one. This, if, I, I don't care. If this was a Civ 7 with a console and PC launch, or um, excuse me, day and date Game Pass launch, that would have been massive. That would have been massive. Unfortunately, um, we have no fucking idea what this is. It's day one with Windows PC um, PC Game Pass. It's Game not announced for Xbox. Heard. Elder Scrolls Online, um, the expansion, High Island. How's anyone feel about this? Dude, is it's- this like, are we up to like the 10th expansion now? Yeah, I would say like either like between like 10 and 15. Dude, how long has this game been out? About like uh, five, six years. 2014. Jesus. About, about eight, eight years. years. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, good, good for them. That's that's. Great. I mean, but like their that's first like year and a half, two years. Uh, Is the only time first, I ever played it. Yeah, they didn't have shit. Probably why I stopped playing. So full expansions. One, two, three, four, five, six six full expansions and then they've had a lot of download content like it's like 20 download content things that added like the thieves guild clockwork city horns of the reach like different brotherhood whole areas the imperial city i mean they add, because like, towns with dlc but then the expansion is only like six yeah so like because of this game we're one step closer to an elder scrolls single player game being the entire map of tamriel Essentially, yeah. So I may never play ESO again, but I hope it continues for the next 10 to 15 years. Fuck, let's look at the radar. So we going. can see like next Elder 30 Scrolls years. 7. So Elder Scrolls 7 is the entire map of Tamriel. <laughs> anyway, I, so the next game is just another I, What I'm really upset with, I was really hoping for the next Zenimax online game to be announced. Like yeah, that was my big letdown. Yeah, like, a, that like was... another MMO. Well, yeah, there's Star Wars MMO that they. That's really what's rumored right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's not been confirmed. It's just, is it rumors or is no, it yeah. confirmed? It's it? a rumor right now, and they're only talking about the next year, so this wasn't important to go into. God, yeah. that would admit that would have shit my dick off. Dude, and, like, could you imagine like a fucking old republic fucking No 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 Star Wars? I want Star Wars Galaxies. 
Star Wars Galaxy. I want to be a, on your phone. No, 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 no. That's no, the original Heroes. Galaxy. The original Galaxies that you came could out in like be, 2002. You could, you could be like a fucking bartender. And, and to become like <laughs> a Jedi was like the hardest fucking the, game. Oh, in the world. oh my God. They Yeah, it was like impossible. To it do. was like deep cryptid in the game that you really fucking had to like play through the game a few times to figure it out. Most people were just like bartenders and moisture bartenders farmers. and fucking hair salon workers and, and smugglers yeah. smugglers yeah, are a cool. lot a lot of smugglers and black vests i guarantee it um the next game fallout 76 they're taking you back to the pit i honestly fell off on fallout 3 by the time the pit came out and i didn't really care um anyone else i don't think i don't think, a, I, don't cool think I actually played through the pit no i played through all the fallout 3 expansions pit was good I didn't have money like that Not i think the one i played still. through the most was, was anchorage you kept going to college i was like fuck this i'm playing video games <laughs> Three Fuck years? This. That's enough. That's enough fucking time for me. I no, I played the fuck out of Anchorage. I really, I don't think I played the whole lot of the. Pay. I played, Ooh, yeah, Anchorage was good. I played Anchorage in the Knights DLC and like in the Alien one, but after that, like I was kind of done with. The I game thought the game. Alien I mean, one was. Oh wait, no, there's two Aliens. One, the Alien one was Zeta on, Mothership. Yeah, Z- Zeta Mothership one. and was and it Fall of Liberty. Hmm. What was the expansion that extended the game with a big Fall fucking Liberty. robot? Yeah, Liberty. So, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. But like Pierce, you were the last one to play Fallout seventy six. Does this do anything for you? No, I recently tried. Like in the last, you you tried to get weeks, us back into it. We were like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, in the, like the last two weeks, <laughs> I tried to get back into it, and I was like, ah, I can't do it. So the next game is some of the most. I, I think they're playing it too safe because the next one was Forza Horizon Hot Wheels DLC. The Hot Wheels DLC was like the coolest DLC anyone's ever done for Forza 4. And yeah. I think they're just trying to ride on that high because it's fucking insane bashing each other, crashing shit. Which yeah, it's crash, but it's, but it's, it's fucking fun. Like, no, okay, but, yeah. okay but, but an expansion that's like just for like shits and gigs, we love that. We love that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I wish they would have went with like, what we were talking about with the burnout thing where like you used to have the crash simulation, like how big of a crash can you make? Yeah. Something like, a little is... bit new. Like I feel like down the line, that would have been fine. I think this I mean, was a this safe. This takes the old I... people like us to like the roots of NASCAR, not NASCAR, fucking Hot Wheels, like fucking just oh, crazy tracks. Those? Yeah. Crazy yeah. fun. And that's the best part about Hot Wheels. Crashing your motherfucking cars, baby. Oh Yeah um but other than that not anything we weren't kind of expecting um the next game they showed was arc 2 um it will be out in 2023 originally delayed for out of 2022 and it looks like they're going hard in the single player with van diesel dane what are your thoughts i know you've put the most time in the original arc <clears throat> one why, why won't it's van all. diesel go away just just make a final a Fast and Furious movie for three years, and just other than that, just go. Listen, away. Dude, dude, listen. Dude, he has. I, I really, I really do family. not want dude, the that, game to be about protecting your daughter because, like, he has a daughter, or whatever, in the trailer, and like this world is filled with raptors and T Rexes and shit. Like, yeah, and I guess really what? do not. Want guess what? He has fucking family. Dane, you're oh. you're you're, you're going to tell me it's all you, about fucking family, dude. You want Vin Diesel to go away, so you're telling me you want Groot to die. You want no, I, I want to him go to away. Make, no, I was just. I want him to make. You want to kill Groot. I want another escape from Butcher Bay. No, tell Groot me, is amazing. That's tell fair. me that's why fair. you hate Groot so much and you want to kill Groot. I want Vin Diesel to go away into a lab and make another escape from Butcher Bay video game because that <laughs> shit didn't deserve to be as amazing as it was. But that's a no. nine out of ten. That's a Dude, nine out of ten video game. That game was fucking amazing for no reason. It was so slow. 
Ark is already so good. Slow. They don't need you, Vin no. Diesel. Get your you ass know... back in the lab and make another Riddick game. So do you make know another how... Riddick game and another Riddick movie, and I'll be happy. Do you know how LeBron signed a lifelong contract to Nike? Well, sure Vin do. Diesel has done this with Fast and Furious. Yeah, no shit. Like... He's gonna be like ninety. He's not going old. anywhere, and if he's you, gonna be like ninety-five, talk, and he's like, "Oh, I got family." And, and, and I you live talk, my life a quarter mile at a time because I like, shit my pants. Every <laughs> and, if you talk ill of Vin Diesel again, then Groot's gonna die. Again, they're gonna kill Groot. They're gonna, Diesel, gonna kill Groot again. They're going to kill Groot again. Again, but he's just a tree, so they, all they need is a twig, and he's fine. So, single-player campaign in the Ark universe. Will you play it? No. For Vin I'll, Diesel, yeah. I'll, I will play Arc 2 on a solo server, offline, fucking with the mechanics like I always do, and I'm just going <laughs> to kill some dinosaurs. Uh, guys, uh, mark the time. It is 7.17 Pacific Standard Time on June 12th on a Sunday. Danger's killed Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Groot Next has died. <laughs> guys. James, Gunn, James Gunn is actually like the third, like the three viewers that listen. Scorn, any thoughts? Looks really uns. Even your character model looks unsettling. Unsettling is unsettling. Just the gore. It reminds me of the fucking like game that everybody fucking hated and got banned. Fucking agony. Like it just, it's super gory and like flesh, Mm. uncomfortable, Mm. fleshy. It, It looks like hell. It looks like you're in fucking hell. It's like Event Horizon. Like it looks like what actual hell probably yeah, looks like. It looks it looks it's unset goddamn it unsettling. Dude, it just made my skin like I was super intrigued. I was like, oh, this looks like finally we fucking see something from this after what like five years from the first trailer they showed. And like so, they showed one another time at some point, but it just it, it, it intrigued me. So I, I don't care tons about it. I'm gonna go Another game I don't particularly care about is Flintlock Siege of Dawn. I can't even remember the trailer. She had I a, definitely feel like this is... Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. She had a Flintlock yeah. pistol and a sword. Hence the name. No, an axe. An axe. It was an axe. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. We got to get it right for the one person that listens and knows this game and is fucking excited. We got to get no it No right. one knows All this right. game. I kind of remember the trailer, but still... Nah. So this next one, I got excited because I thought they were actually going to do give us a new game for once in their fucking life. I was like, yeah. Mojang Studio, oh my god, Premiere. And I was like on the edge of my seat, and I was like, oh my god, they're finally going to do a new fucking game. And nope. then they give me Minecraft nope. Legends, and I'm like, yep. so they're basically <laughs> making a role-playing game, but with Minecraft. Like, and it looked like a mobile game. game. It didn't I... even look like a fucking... I, yeah, like I, thought it, game. I thought it was like a Minecraft mobile to, game. To, to me, this looked like Minecraft Oblivion. Yeah. It did look like, like the gates yeah. of Oblivion. Oblivion gates are opening and pigs are coming out and you need to close each gate to like, defeat the evil. On your horse. And sword. You're fighting pigmen. It kind of upset me. It will... It's kind of interesting. They're like packing out games because Dungeon wasn't too far away, and they did this. Dude, like, um, and how they fucking like presented it, where they're like from the creators of Minecraft. I was like, oh, we're gonna get a fucking new game. Like the same thing. Like we're gonna get a new yeah, fucking it's, game. It's just Minecraft, and they were just like fucking bat, fucking Minecraft, they, more Minecraft. They they took a turd and rewrapped it in GIF wrap. Like, Minecraft is the most sold game of all time. Um, yeah. Light 
Light Years Frontier. I know you guys told me No Man's Sky, then you got disappointed we it wasn't. thought it was a No Man's Sky update. Yeah. yeah, definitely thought it was No Man's Sky. It's a mech exploration and farming game, sort of like Stardew Valley. The concept is cool, like a over-the-shoulder Stardew Valley, but other than that, like I really thought it was going to be a fucking new expansion. It's a give it an hour and check it out. If it catches me, it catches me kind of game. So yeah. It's going to be on Game Pass. I'll check it out. So Gunfire Reborn remind me of like, hey, do you guys like Borderlands? Well, here's a version for kids. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I would, this, this is definitely not marketed to people our age. No, this is not for the faint of heart. Um, last case of Benedict Fox. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, kind of like a, a Castlevania kind of game. Kind of looks like a like a murder mystery, supernatural style. Ghost adventure meets Re- Castlevania. It, and and if and if the gameplay is unique enough, yeah, I could see it catching my catching my attention. Tickling um, your pickle. Call, yeah. My boat's being floated. As my fancy's dust- tickled. As Dust Falls looks like a graphic novel, but it seems lazy as fuck with animation. Dude, fucking super whack. Like, they're really hitting hard on, like, their narrative and it's, their fucking, like, actors. But they, like one they frame like every five seconds. Of it, they spent 98% of their budget on that and 1% on, like, the animation. Yeah. The other yeah, 1% no, on booze. I'd say it's, like, one frame every, like, second or two. It, it, it's so choppy and switch. It's like you're flipping through a comic book. It, it really pulls you out of the experience. No, it does. It it's not immersive whatsoever. It's it's like, sad because it seems like the story interweaves and there's so many different ways yeah. to go. The voice acting seems great, but the animation. The like, fucking fuck it. animation is like I don't even want to play the game. Like the gameplay, the gameplay better be top notch, ten out of dude. ten. Yeah. yeah, they need to market it as an interactive <laughs> graphic novel. They're not going to. Because it fucking is. Anyway, yeah. Uh, was it Narca Blade Point? Is this a new IP or was this like an expansion? I, I've never. No, this is this, this is this was on I believe, like I said earlier, PlayStation and PC. So it, no, it hasn't been on PlayStation. It's coming to consoles for the first time with crossplay mm. confirmed and a new campaign mode. Okay, well, cool. June twenty third. That's June twenty third. It's in like not, a week and a half. Week and a half. Yeah, not far away at all. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Really excited Boys me that this next game said uh, Obsidian. I thought we we're gonna get a new game, and then it kind of let me down because it looked like a game from like '95 on the like those Mac computers in your fucking classroom. Pendiment. It, it seemed really in depth, though. Yeah, I, it, it, it it reminded me of the community episode where they had to fight. Like I fucking thought of that. I swear to God, Pierce's I thought of that. Pierce's like father set up a video game for them to play through. Journey to the center of Hawthorne. Have you actually so played many... that? You know someone's actually making it, right? I, I played it. It's literally it's, only like two it, levels. Yeah, it's like 2% done. Okay, I fucking love you, dude. This is why we're friends. That's what I fucking immediately <laughs> thought of was the fucking community episode. But it seems it, like there's a lot of options, but the animations, I'd rather even be like 8-bit like yeah, they had on the I, community. I think game. actually going that far the community, yeah, they'd be even better. But, <laughs> God, I love that you thought the same thing. Um, Grounded is going to get a full release um, in September. Oh, no. It's originally been released in 2020, July as early access. Now full release in September. If you care, get hype, baby. Get hype. Yeah. No shit. Um, Embed Shadow Legacy. 
What? Erebon. Erebon. Erebon Shadow Legacy? Erebon or Erebon. Okay, so art style was like cell shaded. Um, yeah. But the gameplay seems really unique. Like when you were in the shadows, you were like became smoke. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a really stealth-based game. And like, honestly, we, we could use a new stealth-based IP. And if the <laughs> gameplay is fun enough, fuck, I'm, I'll check it out. It's on game. I, God, I love Game Pass. I'll check it out. Yeah. Game it's, Pass it's, fucking it's, is the way to go. Color me. Check it out. Okay. And I think we're going to take another break. Where is it? Um, real quick here. Um, just to give like a rule of what we're playing and finishing on this last part. We're going to go probably like five minutes in the Diablo 4 and then spend probably five minutes on everything else in the show and the like 20 minutes on Starfield. On the game that Ooh. nobody gives a shit about. Nobody even cares. Yeah. Nobody just to give, just give everyone kind of a run. Everybody's here for Hero Kojima. Everybody's here for Hero Kojima. What's his name? Hero, Hidero, Hero Kojima. Hido. Hido. Hedero Kojima. God. Hemorrhoid Kojima. You're such not a weeb, and that's what I love about you. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll be back after the short Batman break. After a 95-minute presentation, the first time ever in the x Play Black Station, we are doing a part three of our episode. Um, Is this really the longest episode we've had? I don't know if it's going to be the longest, but it's going to be the first time we've recorded three parts. Yeah, you and I recorded like two, like one, no, no, we did one part, but that was like three, two and a half hours long, I think. We used to use different recording methods and like... we recorded one live. It could have went longer because we didn't have any breaks. We never record. We never recorded live. Yeah, we did. When you came over and we recorded on the table. Oh well, yeah, live in person, but naked. I thought you meant live, live. No. Anyways, to get back into the um, Xbox showcase, um, I have been a huge Diablo player since the original Diablo. My dad used to buy any game that has controversial. And he'd bring it home and play it, and he would let us play it on the PC after he did. And welcome like, to small town Ohio. He 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 bought Postal. He bought Grand Theft Auto when those first games first Postal? came out. He bought Diablo. Didn't that game get fucking banned? That's why Jordan has this fucking sense of humor. That actually yeah, that's, explains that's, a lot. That's why Jordan he bought Carmageddon, where you were just like you hit pedestrians and they exploded into pieces. Like Carmageddon was dope. He bought probably, any yeah. game that was controversial that he like would read that they're thinking about taking off the market because it was promoting Satanism or it's promoting violence on the streets or so I'm assuming your dad was an atheist. Um, he actually got mad at me one time when we had a conversation about that. So he believed I think he was uh agnostic at best. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, he 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 didn't want to live in a world where there wasn't a higher power, and he he said there had to be something greater than us. I mean, it isn't necessary. Uh, we're not going to. <laughs> That's going to be a so slippery like, slope to cancellation, right there. The, the way I look at agnosticism is like, I know for a fact I don't know what the fuck is going on, and I know for a fact that neither do you, and anyone who claims otherwise is full of shit. And if we're the greatest things in the universe, then that's pretty fucking sad. There should be something greater, kind of thing. I fucking no, there yeah. better be. Fucking where the fuck is ET at, dude? I've been yeah, we're, if, the if, Iron we're Giant? if we are the best the universe has to offer. <laughs> Yeah, where are the Decepticons at? So I have been playing Diablo for over 20 years. Honestly, I think I played a bit of two, but I never actually owned one until three. I want to say I started playing Diablo. I, I know I played Diablo in the 90s. I was started to play Diablo probably by 96, 98, if not sooner. 
Damn. I was like in third grade. I, I wasn't even yeah. in third grade. I was like in third grade when I started playing Diablo. Damn, um, so like I'm an OG Diablo player and I paid a lot of time in Diablo. We had the unofficial expansion to Diablo 1 Hellfire, played the shit out of Diablo 2, got super excited when the Lord of Destruction came out. I, I remember writing a classroom paper how I went to work at Blizzard one day. <laughs> and I applied and they didn't accept me. You almost got because <laughs> he was twelve. There. You almost got there recently. You no, I, I played. I applied recently. Got there to try recently. to work there. Um. So, anyways, Diablo Diablo four. They showed off the fifth and final class of the uh, Diablo franchise, and they're really starting to focus on these kits that are like the most popular. The one I'm most like surprised is they don't have like a paladin warrior class. I think that's way too popular to miss on. They have a ranger. They have a barbarian. They have a druid, um, a sorcerer, and now they introduced the necromancer. And at first, when I saw this trailer, I thought it was going to be the game called Necromancer because I know that got kind of revealed not too long ago. Just but, by how tight the cinematic like camera work was, I thought it was going to be a different game than Diablo at first as well. Yeah, they don't really do CG trailers often for Diablo just for character reveals. So this was kind of fun, made you think, and you can see the... Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal is going on very well because they're getting cozy as fuck mm-hmm. with Overwatch and Diablo on their stage. And I'm excited for this. I love, like, they're keeping the isometric style. They're keeping the looting aspect. They're bringing, I know you guys told me how excited you were for couch co-op, cross-play, and they're and keeping just the same looked good. It just tone. looked good. They're keeping the same tone animation that really made Diablo great. They're not trying to reinvent it. And I, that makes me happy as okay, a child. Okay, Jordan, did you... Th- okay, it looked like Diablo 2. Yeah. It, modernized, it, right? I thought, yeah, I thought it was Diablo 2 remastered. So I, the, I, way, the way it looks is like Diablo 2, but with the crispest tightest yeah. and like animations and so, like character detail yeah so the, the there was a long developing cycle in diablo 3 and it was too colorful of a palette and there was a huge boycott on the tone and color palette they were going for diablo 3 because they felt like it was going to animate cartoon style gamers so are little bitches they pulled it back and they changed the color palette but they were too far along that changed the design back so i do see i do think they want to placate to like the mass diablo 1 and 2 fans and they're going back to the same animation and um, tone of the games that they had in those. And they're getting away from this cartoony style they went for three. So I think they redid this game from the ground up. They kind of give you that feel of Diablo 2. And this game plays entirely in the Diablo 2 storyline. They're going on Mephesto, Lord of Patriots. Daughter is the main protagonist. Of this. And they've they mostly, Lord of Terrors, what most of the Diablo games focus on almost 90% of the time there's three brothers lord of destruction lord of hatred and um lord of terror and the diablo 2 expansion was on the lord of destruction mephesto was like just a side boss on the third act of lord of hatred and diablo 2 that's the only time he's ever been part of these games and lord of terror has been the main protagonist for diablo 1 2 and 3 so for them to go in a different way and go into more of mephesto's um character arc I think is really cool. I imagine Mephesto is going to be actually the main boss at the end of this game. And Lilith is going to be kind of like their like fake the, out boss. The yeah, twist, yeah. I think Mephesto is going to be back. That'd be cool. 
they did it really fucking. They came out swinging with their end, their end game shit too, which I was kind of surprised about. Like, and, like, and, well, I'm surprised in the fact that they brought it up this early on, and the game's not even out yet. Like, well, there, it shows you're thinking about the game's life cycle. But like, usually you save that for like six months down the line or a year down the line, and then you're like, boom, like here's your end game. Fuck, like six months later after the game releases. It's usually yeah, but, like yeah, but you okay, know that there's psychos who are going to beat the game in four days. Well, and you Ooh. also you also have to look at it this way: is like there's always been expanded onto the story mode. So like we don't know what the actual end story mode is because the end mode of Diablo two we hit Act four and they always act add an Act five for the full on expansion that they w- use to rework the game and add in more characters. They usually add two characters with every expansion. We had Lord of Hatred for um, Diablo two. We had um the angel of death i forget exactly yeah. what the expansion was called yeah. for diablo oh, yeah. 3 and diablo 4 they're going to add an expansion that probably brings in the lord of terror um in some way because it's not a diablo game list the end Unless sequence Diablo's is you fighting there. diablo so they're yeah. going to do expansion with like return of terror or something at the very end because it's going to be mefesto probably trying to bring his brothers back and maybe you'll fight all three brothers at once that would be a huge climax the um the lords of terror destruction and hatred all at once i think would be a great act five dude i'm sure your your pickle got tickled when you saw there was full character customization yeah yeah pretty stoked about that i I gotta gotta love my i knew as soon as i saw the character customization i i knew i got hooked and i was like yes i can make my fucking like my demon hunter look how i want him to instead of some fucking no demon hunter white male well, well, oh, he can, well yeah. he can lie to himself. Anyway, I also yeah. wrote this was the first developer that was good with his hands, but he was only good with one hand. Like his left hand just like stay by his side, like all weird, but he was really good with his right hand, like talking with one hand. Well, maybe he's, he's like an opera there. singer. So we can get at least a couple hundred bucks out of him. Um I would say uh the customization. I, I remember I was driving with my friend watching this whole thing live. And I remember saying at one point when they started going to customization, I was like my friends care way too much about this shit. I don't know why they get so wet. <laughs> I never see their face. I never look at them. They have helmets half the time. Like they could be a well, fucking. Like, with this, they could like, have this no especially... face. They could be no face and fucking blue for all I care. And people care Dude, so much about character doesn't, creation. It doesn't matter. With it's this too, it's like isometric. It so the like, only helps. way you're gonna fucking see your character is if you go to like the fucking character screen, or like you're picking your character to play as. The only thing that upset me is I wish this was a fall winter release and this is a release next, next year. year. Yeah, but this... this is releasing on Xbox, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. It was the only Blizzard game because Overwatch, they didn't Not say it was game releasing pass. for other consoles, which I thought was weird. And it's not Game Pass either, is it? Uh, no, none of these are uh, Game Pass as of right now, Blizzard Activision. They are trying to not get hit by the Federal Trade Commission right now by <laughs> doing deals under the table uh, that were already negotiated. Um, see, Thieves, I didn't really care for this. It seemed more like an ad. I mean, the song's going to be in the top 40 real soon, but other than that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's, catchy. It's the kickoff of season seven, and they're basically just adding you can customize everything so they can get people in like you guys who care like exactly the name of the ship says the name, and my cabin crew looks exactly how I wanted it to. And I'm like, oh. no, I get seasickness. I can't play this game. Dude, I want to fucking play with you guys well, so bad. I feel like it'd be a nice Pierce turn our can't swim, off. right? 
No, I can't. <laughs> Wait, no, actually, really, actually, you, actually I, you can't swim? No, Dane's seen me in the pool. I'm a fucking fish. That was like a three-foot pool, but I have, yeah. No, so yeah, what if it's what if it's seen me in open waters? What if it's a waters. it's a lake and are you comfortable swimming around a boat? Which I throw you right. Yeah, if I threw you out of the boat, would you be fine? Yeah. Okay. You can try we kayaking and tubing together. You've seen me in like openish waters, like deepish openish swimming waters. Swimming and wait, wait, being wait, wait, comfortable wait, 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 with flotation wait. devices are two wait. different things. When did we go kayaking together? We went tubing, me, you, Libby. And he added kayaking for fun. Libby. <laughs> You don't remember when we went tubing up at Mohican? Nope. Anyway, continue. We'll talk about um, that. I was laying on Luby's titties and shit. Like, you don't remember Ray, that? Raven, Ravenlock is the next game. And this struck me as uh, Legend of Zelda meets Alice in Wonderland. And it kind of caught my attention that I would try it since it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it looks intriguing. I'll give it intriguing. Intriguing. I give it fucking, I don't give a fuck. It's like you're stealing Pierce's words. What's he going to say if you keep saying intriguing, man? Yeah, it looks cool. In- what are you going to say next? Lit. Interesting. Interesting. Get I a like thesaurus. Get a thesaurus, motherfucker. Dude, Pierce, <laughs> I'm at you Dane. Get a thesaurus. Pierce has like five words he likes to say. Quit fucking stealing them. Yeah, yeah I'll, you I'll stay away from Copy. I'm going to copyright all the things I say on this podcast so okay. nobody can ever be like, oh, yeah, it looks interesting. Okay. Cocoon. Um, I don't. I've never really gotten to Insider Limbo. It's the creators of Insider Limbo. They're releasing a bright sci-fi world of an alien planet. Just because I really like Limbo, color me intrigued. <laughs> all Dane. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. It's on Game Pass. I really like Limbo. I think I played fucking it twice. Game so, Pass. So fucking it, keyword of the day. It's on Game it, Pass. Yeah, Game it's Pass a, is the fucking Game big, Pass is the big word winner of the, of the showcase. Starfield, second big winner. Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so this is a new sci-fi puzzle game for geometric, interactive, and lead gameplay designer Jeff or Jet whatever. Unlike previous works, <laughs> this, <laughs> Jeff I, thought you, I thought you meant whatever. The Jeff I was like, you can't pronounce Jeff. No, it's G, it's GP it's F, it's F. GP Carlson, um, totes my goats. But anyways, unlike it's his previous works, the new release is set in a bright sci-fi world on an uh, alien planet, cocoon. And I, saw, I don't I get where it's going. I saw four different colors, but sure, bright palette. Um. So after this, Mark, we stepped into. Hey, Xbox cares about the Asian market again. <laughs> It was really obvious. Yeah, they, they were. They really like, personally. Relief. Personally, I thought if they're going to kick off of the Asian market, they should have thrown Overwatch in this segment because, my God, if right. you go to Korea, they oh, fucking. Yeah. Dude, I, they fucking sploosh. I've had like two hour conversations in Korea with people in Korea that like they just talk about Overwatch and all they do is say the fucking lines of the characters over. They're like, nerf this. Nerf this. Yeah, I like Diva. Nerf this. And I'm like, nothing else you want to say? Nothing? Okay. That's it? That's Bath all you got? Who watches the Overwatch porn? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah why, why do you think it's all like oh, people? You want me to explode inside of you? Oh, I get what you're trying to say to me now. Nobody yeah. makes KOTOR porn. Ugh. You want me? <laughs> <laughs> you, have you watched Star Wars porn? Star Wars porn is rough. Uh-huh. It is rough. Low just a, budget. Just it's a lower lot of body paint. A lot it's of body lower pain. than we are in the budget, dude. A lot, lot of body paint. So Asian market. A lot of body paint, a lot of fake fucking head tentacles. Asian market, <laughs> we actually care about you. Um, 10-minute segment. 
Wong Long Fallen <laughs> da- Dynasty. And it sounds like a fucking like name I'm making up to make a joke, but that's actually yeah. what the fuck it's called. Whoa, it sounds like a super Wong Long Fallen Dynasty. It sounds like a dish you would get at like a low-grade Chinese restaurant. It, it looks like a Team Ninja game. It, team it, it really looks like a team ninja. Team, game. team ninja set High in the Chinese fucking chaotic. So team ninja set in the Chinese Three Kingdom period. The real trailer that seems to hint that the game will be a mix of historical and supernatural elements, including mystical creatures like dragons. It releases early 2023. So confirmed you know, day one game pass. Do you think it's gonna be hard as fuck? No. Probably. If it's from the guy really? who did Ninja Gaiden, you don't I would think, say it's you don't gonna think be Team hard Ninja? as fucking uh, yeah, that, so, same, same. The, the same, trick, samesies, samesies, samesies. The like, trick about Team Ninja, Ninja... Going back to Ninja Gaiden now, I'd still get my fucking shit rock, probably. The, the trick with team, um, team Ninja is they actually do one thing from Soft doesn't do. They add difficulties. Yeah, fair. that's true. Also, that's Pierce, fair. when are you going to beat Elden Ring? Fucking... I've been asking myself the same thing, dude. I've gone back to Elden... We, did, we didn't do what we played this week. But I have been. This is a special slowly... edition. It's only on one thing. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. I so let, let, let's let's move on. Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For, the next for, this this next one's a big one. For, Persona. I heard weebs scream yeah. for joy and glee that Vince locked off on the Xbox platform and haven't had opportunity to play these. Their scream shook the walls of my apartment complex. Stay out here because he has a weeb that lives in a, under his couch. Lives right next to him right now, sleeping on his lap. He has a cat. Like that's all we really needs to like survive. Oh, our cat! I can touch. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> it's like a little Japanese tea bar with cats. Anyways, ooh, ooh, ooh. um, they announced <laughs> Persona Three Portable, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Five Royale, and they're all releasing little by little throughout the um, year. I think one's releasing at the starting end of the with, month. Starting with five, yeah. Starting with no October. It was October. No, I think Persona 3 is releasing it by the end of this month. And then I think there's another one releasing it in July and another one in October. Oh, I thought it was going... I thought 5 was the first in October. 5 Never. is launched, launched at Last, October. Okay, whatever, so whatever. they're giving you some time to play these so you can lead up to 5. And if for people I, who do not know, they're not dignified and they're not educated and the weeb swine. line is speaking, um, Persona, Persona takes your make-believe um childhood and they want to live out your fantasies of going through high school going to classes going to caves to fight demons and then trying to pound the girl in your class <laughs> next to you is it, and that's what girl. persona is all about not, not bang pound pound so is this just a fully fleshed out like hentai dating simulator remember like it's part games it's part school simulator because if you don't go to class it, it impacts you there's a RPG Dungeon Dragon aspect to it, and there's a aspect of dating sim to it. And if you don't get fucked, you know you don't power up. Wow! So everyone knows not... the best part of sex is the buffs. Afterwards. And and who yeah. didn't want to like play as a teenager again and like be a 15 year old teenager trying to pound the 14 year old girl in your class? I mean, that's the name. Of, that's the name of this episode is pound banging for buffs right there. I think 15, Dane just hit it right there. 15, right? 15 pounds, 14. Uh, anyway, let's we got to get on to the game we all want to talk about. Um, Hideo Kojima. Well, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> so he, Colin Moriarty is going to roll over in his grave on this one because I just listened to his like 
predictions for the Xbox showcase, and he was saying there's no way Hideo Kojima is actually working on Xbox. He's too enthralled with the PlayStation ecosystem to ever go over and cross the line and start working for Microsoft. And what do you do? That line has been crossed. Well, he made Microsoft his dream crossed, game. Microsoft crossed yeah. their line and said they were only talking about games released in 2023, and this is not a 2023 game no, in the next 12 months. this is like a months. 2025 at minimum. This is a game he always wanted to make, and Microsoft is fully just giving him a blank check. Okay, right. okay. So okay. listen, listen. Okay, what do no, we no. think? What do we think this game is? Is it PT? It, we we can't no, no, guess. No. There's nothing so, to guess. Okay, no, no, no. The game he always wanted to make. Does that mean an existing IP? Or a game concept he's always had in his head. You know what game it means? Concept. He's making per- it, he's making Persona Six because everyone wants to pound it out with teenagers. I the think buff. it's an existing. Oh, wait, wait a I, minute! Wait a minute! I think it is an existing R. IP. R. Kelly, wait a minute! Pound for buffs. Pound, pound for buffs. buffs. <laughs> hashtag hashtag pound for yeah, buffs. You're not the only one who has fucking catchphrases. Pierce got pound for buffs. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. Anyway, we got come on. We got to we got to talk about dude. Beat. Dude, okay, I'll let Dane go off and jizz in the corner here for a good five minutes. Um, Starfield got announced, and they revealed gameplay for the first time. And take it from there, dude. Dude, you can go to okay, a Pierce. Thousand dude, planet. You can I'm go so to a excited. thousand planets. A thousand a planets. Thousand planets. You can build your own ship. You can fly Hold that on. shit in real time in first and third person. Can I can it's I pause settlement. you for can I pause you for a second? I'm already paused. No man's sky. Okay, it's no man's Mike skyrim. Mike no, man's, no man's skyrim. Already saw the meme, <laughs> stole it, don't care. It's no man's skyrim. Dude, do you see you could choose the background of Chef? You could you could be you, Pierce. Yes. The other background <laughs> I saw was Ronin. Don't know what the fuck that means, but I'm Ronin a, is I'm a, be a Ronin. Japanese wandering samurai. Yeah, wandering like... samurai. Um, also a really decent De Niro movie. Um, decent. Okay, so you guys asked me before you made the joke about like which alien race you're gonna masturbate to first. Um, it's I a did... crab. It's a crab spiders calling it. Okay, spider I crabs. Di- I didn't see any species. Spider crabs. That seem to be like on the same level of like intelligence as humans. Like it doesn't seem like Mass Effect where they're like where Asari and Turians and like uh, whatever. It seemed like there were only humans in all these cities and stuff. So I don't either. They're hiding if there are other intelligent races you're interacting with, or if it's just going to be like bestial aliens. I'm not sure. Um, I honestly, I really hope interacting with other alien races is like because having first contact is like a really interesting uh, gameplay concept but yeah dude i'm i'm a 10 out of 10 i i told you i watched the entire showcase and then when that was over i pulled up youtube and just watched the starfield showcase again like i am very very excited like something had to have grabbed your attention jordan like something had to get um you know what grabbed my attention is kind of what like you guys were kind of talking about a little bit. No Man's Sky on social media now is trending because of this. <laughs> like because of this trailer and since the game's um, been out for a year, fan, No fan Man's started, Sky is going to go through the roof. Fans started comparing um, Starfield to No Man's Sky on social media following the Xbox Bethesda showcase, going so far to get No Man's Sky trending on Twitter again for the first time in years. And they literally have um screenshots a comparison of the game and i wish i could share this with everyone but like 
oh my god the screen share comparisons between no man's sky and starfield is yeah like, i saw that shit on ig it's, earlier it's, today. it's like uh it's, it's like uncanny. taking a cartoon and making it into a like a live action movie like a, it's like, like because Bethesda, because bethesda's color palette exists of like six colors no what? man's sky is very bright vibrant and colorful and like honestly starfield did no, look less this colorful. shit looked just fucking like it dude like the monsters in the fucking like comparison video. And the way you mine for just, resources with a yeah. laser. In the ship flying, just fucking like it. And even the environment. And you also exactly have a companion like robot. Mm-hmm. Just so, like it. And you have your ship Whatever, you can build dude. and fly okay, around. Okay, so but what's what's the element missing most from No Man's Sky? RPG. Penis? Oh. Oh yeah! Oh, I bet I bet they're gonna let hang dong. So, I mean, you can saw, you fuck? Okay. Can you fuck? That's what I'm worried about. No. Yeah, it's a Bethesda bang, game. Bang for you buffs. Can, you can fucking fall out and in Skyrim. You but can anyway, fucking, you can fuck winches in Skyrim. So you right can mind. change. You can change your walking style when you're customizing your character. Really like that. That's really cool. You so know else, you know what other game you could change your walking style in? Saints Row. Do you know? Okay, were you guys surprised that Saints Row wasn't shown? <laughs> I know, I know it's a multi-platform game. No, because we've already, they've, like, the studio that's releasing Saints Row has, like, released, like, in 30 minutes worth of gameplay and footage of Oh, well, Skyrim. I missed that. Never mind. Continue. You or guys, should, keep, talk- you guys should keep talking about Starfield. My bad. Uh, I guess the thing I was most interested about this was the aspect, and I wonder how well this is going to be fleshed out, and this is my biggest worry about the game, because games like this kind of worry me before they come out instead of me getting excited, is a thousand planets you can fully explore. Are these going to be actually worth exploring? No, no, no. They, no, they, they, they the use, exact same planets. They use, no, no, they use the phrase, like, devoid of all life, just resource planets. That you're just going, to, like, there's no settlements there, there's no aliens, you're just going there to mine resources. Like, they said that even in the, when they were, like, zooming on one of the planets. It was saying not, uh, they're not all going to be worth over a hundred solar system, so, one which contains nine fully explorable planets. So you'll have over a thousand planets to explore. So there's only nine fully explorable planets. I didn't quite pick that up. So per solar system, this is going to be like the mining in Mass Effect, Mass Effect but, but you on, can on actually, a way more. But you can ma- actually go level. down to the planet yeah. and do yep. it. Yeah. That's exactly which, what the fuck it's going to be. And it's just gonna be seems a little more time consuming than I'd like it to be. But, but guess what? But, but you guess what? Also, You're going to fucking you can also do it. set up a settlement. No, it also said you could set up a settlement and hire people to work the settlement and gather resources for you, so you can have passive resource gathering. Can we so, talk about? Can we talk about the combat for a second? Okay, so I, I think they took the reticles out for the cinematic trailer. No, no, no! I just want to I, talk I, about I the think combat that's why the trailer, I think that's like, why the I think that's why the gunplay looks so. This weird. game honestly feels like a mixture between Outer Worlds and Cyberpunk, to me. I don't think this game's gonna. After what, like, this is probably unpopular opinion, but I don't think this game is gonna be as good and it's gonna hit as much as people think it's going to now. Like, I'm taking a full Jordan. I'm I taking mean, a full Jordan. Like, I got my Vic vinegar. They're gonna have I'm taking like, a full fucking Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, but they're gonna have way out of this polishing it. They're gonna have so much time to polish it still. This game is not gonna be what people want it to be, and it's gonna flop. I'm taking a full Jordan. Okay, it's fucking, a Bethesda game. They Jordan. they all start rough. They all start Did Skyrim start rough? rough? Yes. No, Skyrim. not really. Kind not of. really. The biggest rough game. part was the giants hitting you and the flying in the sky. That's like the that was yeah, the worst part of the whole game. That was the worst but, part of that fucking game. Oblivion, but, but then within like but, one or but, two updates, they're great and good to go. 
dude, again. How what? many updates have not, you had in Morrowind? Not what talking the about fuck? the MMOs. We're not oh, talking no. about so we're not talking about bugs. So, we're talking about like the game actually functioning, the game like in working and living up, being good and living up to the hype. Oh, no, is this crash all the time on the original Xbox until you got the game of the year edition? But like, but is this going to be they, a game that is no, no? But the thing is, is this going to be a game you're playing for ten years? Like, yes, all their other games. Yes, I'm still, I don't yes. think so. I really don't think yes. so. I think Dude. this is going to be more of a Fallout Four scenario. Yeah, this Which is going to be you still play playing like once or twice. But it's not a ten year game. And then you play okay. it modded. If I play a game through two or three times with a thousand planets, I'm giving them hundreds of hours. Like that's but. 900 or a thousand planets yeah 999 of those planets 70 or 80 of them are going to be actually something either way if i'm not even that if, hun- if it's if it's if it's with that, all the once all the surprised. once all the dlcs and expansions come out within the, like the next couple of years yeah they'll be they'll Who be says we're getting dlcs and expansions this could it's just be a one-off. game this could have just you, be have their, you seen cyber they could, cha- they could change up their formula oh, that's not bethesda no, 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 but, no, no. but, but everyone, everyone, up. everyone's on the point that CG Project Red could do no harm, and they always support their games, and they always bring out new they, content. That game was released two years before the developers thought it should be. I will say, I will say, Starfield they, will be delayed until it's ready. I will say it. We they could honestly be changing up the formula and going. This is the game. This is all you're getting. Enjoy. We're no. going to add mod support. So you can change up the game, so mods can add new. Exp- I don't. I don't agree with Pierce on this. Like they're going I, no, to. No, I was about to say. I, I'm glad he's being a PP vinegar right now, but I, yeah. I, I disagree too. You guys I, I, wanted this, okay? I'm. I'm broken. No, right I, I, I'm. Right I'm. Now, so I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm happy with PP you vinegar. disagreeing. I don't have any problem with that. I'm just saying, like, I think this is going to be kind of like. I don't think this would be like a. I don't know a cultural phenomenon like Skyrim. If I no. had to base on what I'm seeing right now, I think it's going to be like. like I think this would be like a very core, like the same core appeal that people who got really heavily in like No Man's Sky, people who got really heavily into like Fallout seventy six. I think this would be like a long, more grueling gameplay yeah. without as much stimulate stimulation as like, hey, what's over on that hill? And I go check it out, and like, there's like this whole new quest line that I unreveal, but and I, that's one, my yeah. biggest worry is that like, yeah. it's the not scope gonna be a, is gonna make that hard to do. A scope's gonna be really hard to like make this gun game as fun and as exciting to explore as skyrim where you like you look over these trees with a light over here and there's a cave and then you like open up this whole new quest line even fallout i mean like the scope and scale of fallout like you still were like i want to fucking go see what's over there i mean but let's think about how small those maps are compared to what they're proposing this game is going to be it's so hard to fill word proposing yeah so i i don't think it's going to be as fun to explore and like that's like one of the things that really like i think they really nailed in fallout 3 i think they really nailed that and oblivion i think they really nailed that in skyrim of the exploration of like no matter where you went you kind of found something that was really intriguing that like drew a quest line up that like made you keep going you're in space so it's gonna be really hard to like that's oh that's what i want to go do i I want to go look at this fucking planet do i want to go waste the time and possibly see something at this planet so when, like in Skyrim, I could be like, do I want to waste the time and go over to this encampment? But if I do waste the time and go over there, it adds a whole new level to the fucking game. So one thing really hard to nail, and most games struggle with this, is flying. Nailing flying and making it feel interactive and fun instead of a chore is stupid hard. That's why there's not many games you can fly around however and, you want freely. And let's talk about you're navigating vast 
if you've played, I played a lot of Elite Dangerous. It can get pretty fucking boring flying from point A to point B sometimes. How many times do you fall asleep while playing that game? Um, (laughs) Fucking every time. Never. Just as about as many times. Just as many times you fall asleep playing Red Dead Two. As many times you fall asleep, Bone and Pierce's mom. Oh. Um, but my worry is making exploration on the planets and in space interesting and not make it feel like a chore. That's where yeah, I think this game's going to struggle. Mining, the mining aspect is going to make it feel like a chore. Also, they, they keep saying, like, hardcore, we're going back to our RPG elements. And, like, one of the biggest parts of RPGs is how other NPCs respond to you. Yeah. And if I'm spending most of my time in, like, the vastness of space on these empty planets, like, what are, what are the art... What, are the RPG yeah, elements yeah, it's just affecting be a fallout my gameplay? 70, like ninety percent, like is fifty percent of this game just going to be Fallout seventy six where there's no NPCs anywhere around me, and I just got to jump from planet to planet. That's why I stopped system. playing Fallout seventy six. And it yeah. looks, so it looks are they like they're follow that same track. It looks like they're hitting a thriving city, and I don't have we ever really seen Bethesda really nail no. a large thriving city. They I mean, suck at like, it. They're they're Winter Run, so bad. Winter Run it. is like a slightly thriving city. No, it's not. No, it no, nope. I said slightly. Maybe not even maybe close. Riften. I would probably say Riften or the the Dwarven city are more. Dude, Vivek and popular. Morrowind was better. The Imperial city and Oblivion was better than anything they tried. The Skyrim cities were like settlements. None of them were like cities. They no they Imperial city. I think is the largest thing they've done. Yeah. No. City. Yeah. And Vivica sure. and Morrowind was probably closest. Everywhere else was like townships. And, and, and Fallout, you could kill like 20 people and that was the town. Yep. Yeah, new, uh, yeah, the fucking mm. nuke town. Like you could just literally kill like three people and then the fucking bomb would go off. Or you could just set off the bomb and kill them all. Well, like, or, yeah. But yeah, let's be honest. That That's what they're terrible at is the building settlements that feel like an actual lived-in city. So, so okay, another thing real quick. Are we going to get a lot of the, um, what was the, what was the faction in Fallout 4 that you just built settlements? Oh, the Minutemen. Oh, we yeah. Gonna get a lot Another of, settlement gonna, needs your help. Feel, yeah. Is it going to feel like a lot of Minutemen? Like, once you build a settlement, they're going to be like, hey, a survivor needs your help, like 20 feet away. So, Come like, help when I, us. When I play Fallout 4 now, I don't, I turn on the settlement beacons to get like the quest done, and then I turn them off immediately. Because there's one more thing that I don't have to worry about. To like, I don't want to worry about their do resources. Them? Why even have them? There's such a waste of time. It's such a waste of fucking like. Well, it's like quest. all you're doing is putting quests all over the map that are repeatable that you're never gonna be able to like check off. To fully fucking finish. Which is like the point of video games is like accomplishing tasks and be like, I'm accomplishing stuff. I'm not a piece of shit who can't hold a job at Burger King. No, I'm a knight, <laughs> I'm a knight in shining fucking. Brown poo poo armor. Uh, okay, to swing back the other direction, this game, if they do nail it and the exploration is actually interesting, they're able to keep you interacted and interested and like keep you going and fetching that next cookie, fetching that next cookie, next carrot or whatever you want to analogy you want to use. The next they honestly could make a groundbreaking revolutionary game. This was built from the ground up in a brand new engine. So there is a possibility they did nail this. They have been working on this since Fallout 4 launched. Is this, is this next gen only? Yeah, yes. it has to be. If it's yeah, not, it's gonna fucking sink, just everything. like Cyberpunk did. Yes, I think that. Yeah, I think that's the. I think this thing. is a Series S and X and PC exclusive. Lovely, like, fucking they lovely. Definitely, like if anything, uh, anybody's learned from Cyberpunk, it's release your game fucking next gen if it's supposed to be on next gen. 
if it's supposed to push the technology, yeah, a, yeah, you cannot you know, release it for two generations and, simultaneously. And, and, and Bethesda shouldn't be worried about that because they will really re-release this game for the next 10 years anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and honestly, if this game is the next Skyrim for them, then the price, money tag, for Bethesda, the, the price tag for Bethesda yeah. has already been worth it. If this is a game that's going to be re-released for the next 10 years on eight different platforms when Microsoft decides it's ready to release it because they hold the rights it. to it. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was already worse the price tag. And if you want to grow the Game Pass, I think it's worth it. Um, I will say the one thing I cared the least about on this was the character creation. Yeah, we know. See, I... You're just, he's just trying to get us all fucking riled up. Look at him. Look at that smirk yeah, on his look fucking Look at that face. fucking red face smirk. I was he knows exactly about, what he's doing. I was going to literally bring up the character creation of Dan. Like, how do you actually feel about... I'm really creation. worried how my character's gonna look at when I stare at the back of their right, fucking Jordan, space on the whole talking, game. Okay, but but you can you can, right now. you can we're make their butt look feelings. real good. You can make their butt look so fucking. Good. Tell me what just, game you have butt character design on of freedom on. Um, this one Saints Row. Yeah, actually, yeah. Saints no, you Saints don't. Row. You don't get yeah. to design their Is butt. Just, you get to pick a body type. You can do. No, you get to pick a body type. You can design your dick size. Yeah, no, you could sec- do sex appeal. No sex game appeal. I think has sex ever done anything. It's just body type is all sex appeal. Is. No. No, literally so fucking go back to like bigger. Saints Row 2. It made your bulge bigger or smaller. Also, in Cyberpunk, you can choose small, medium, or large for your dick. Yeah. I'm, we just talked you about just, butts. Small, How many times do you see the fucking dick? It's tits. even less than you see I'm the face. I'm telling you, Cy- or, um, Starfield's going to change the games by letting you design your butt. But, but design. design. Penetration. They're going to have full you. penetration. Oh, my. For so, real? Char- character creation. Game award. Ag- no, ignores. Game like, they, they might let you do your, like, dick in, in a few cases. But your thighs, your butts, your knees, your feet, your calves, they're like, you're like, fuck it. I don't care. Uh, um. Actually, even, skulls, can, I actually, I think, I actually think an arc, I actually think yeah, an arc, and you, arc. you can do yeah, a hand arc. size, foot size, and thighs, and yeah, wow, and I, Elder Scrolls Online too. So boom, you're fucking wow, wrong. Jordan. Show me an Elder Scrolls Online because I fucking doubt that. I, Elder Scrolls Online has blowjobs, dude. What? No, what? <laughs> I need to go back and play this. Did I miss something? <laughs> Was there like a winch expansion that I missed? Yeah, someone broke it with a mod. I'm just saying, ninety per ninety percent of all character creation waist down. They don't give a fuck. Dane, I want to know how crazy you're going to make your character look, or are you just going to be a oh no? Generic, I make them. Are you, no, I make them look like a every generic other white male, generic white guy white with male, a shaved dark hair with a little bit of stubble. So I will. So you. I, I, I lose say, a cop on the edge with nothing. So to lose. why? So why then do you so, care so much what your character looks like if it's just gonna look like you? I don't. I'm kidding. I'm so so like serious you. like thing that I was kind of like worried about. I got you. Um, it didn't seem like you really had like different options of like your spacesuit and like you got new armor and stuff. So does that worry anyone? Yes. Yeah. Of the spacesuit. The spacesuit sort of worried me. Like, am I just gonna be jumping around in a spacesuit the whole time, or will I be in an environment where I can have armor? Anyways, that's going to end us for X-Play Box Station. We can talk about this a little bit more for this week's episode. But everyone, thank you for listening to our special edition of the X-Play Play Box Station that we went over the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Go see Morbius. No, don't. Game over.